Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 549 of our trek, and we are hiking a series of trails called The Tools in Gramps' Backpack. Each Monday, for a total of 20 weeks, we will explore a different tool that is needed to equip parents and grandparents to train their children and grandchildren to be successful on their trek of life. If you don't have any children or grandchildren of your own, use these tools to train the people that you do influence. Today is the eighth tool in Gramps' backpack, and it is Attitude. We are broadcasting from our studio at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. As I am recording this, I have just arrived back from a podcaster's cruise to Costa Maya and Cozumel, Mexico. The cruise was filled with great content, friends, and fun. The investment in the cruise will produce a good return on the time and resources that we did invest. And when this check originally airs, I will also have been to Arizona for a week and now back in Marietta. February has been a month of nearly constant travel, but we are certainly enjoying the journey. We do head back to Charlotte for this weekend for a meeting on Friday and to watch a roller derby bout on Saturday that our youngest daughter Janet is participating in. While traveling can be stressful if we allow it to be, one of the attributes that helps to keep us moving forward is to choose to maintain a proper attitude at all times. For a family or any organization to maintain a proper attitude, it does require that the leaders have a good and proper attitude. This tool is one of the most crucial tools of our lives. So let's open Gramps' backpack today as we explore the tool of attitude. The attitude of parents and grandparents sets the tone for the entire family. And this continues to be true for parents of grown children, as you will always have an impact on your children's lives regardless of their age. The importance of this attribute also applies to everyone that you lead and influence. The Christian life is a cause for celebration, but at times life is difficult, and we just don't feel much like celebrating. In fact, when the weight of the world seems to bear down on your shoulders, celebration may be the last thing on your mind. When you find yourself in this situation, it is imperative to understand that your attitude should not be controlled by external circumstances and feelings, but by your core beliefs. I know that this is easier to say than to put into practice, but you can grow to this level. As God's children, we are blessed beyond measure on good days and bad. Today is a non-renewable resource, and once it's gone, it's gone forever. You should give thanks for this day while using it for God's glory, regardless of the particular circumstances that you may be facing. What will be your attitude today? Will it be fearful, angry, bored, or worried? Will it be cynical, bitter, or pessimistic? Or will it be joyful, content, peaceful, and satisfied? The Apostle Paul wrote in his letter to the Philippians in chapter 2, verse 5, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. If you analyze this verse, you will realize that this is not only a command, but it also implies that it is your choice, completely within your control. God created you to be an image bearer, and he desires that you experience joy and abundance, or in other words, a rich and satisfying life. God created us with a free will and the ability to choose. God will not force his joy on you. You must choose it for yourself. So today, and every day hereafter, celebrate the life that God has given you. Yes, some days this choice will be easier than others, but it is always your choice. It originates in your mind and is then expressed in your posture, words, and actions. Since it comes from your mind, think optimistically about yourself and your future. Yes, you have to think realistically, but it means that you must accept what is and then choose to change what can be changed. Give thanks to the one who has given you everything and have faith that he will provide all good things. Since your attitude does begin in your mind, you must filter what goes into your mind so that you can control what comes from your mind. The Apostle Paul once again gives us a recipe for creating and maintaining a great attitude, which we must learn and then teach to our children, grandchildren, and everyone else that we influence. 
And this recipe is found in Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all that you learned and received from me. Everything you've heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. And as Charles Swindoll said, we must admit that we spend more of our time concentrating and fretting over those things that we can't change than we do giving attention to the one thing that we can change, which is a choice of our attitude. Life is what you make it. This means that you do have a choice. You can choose to have a life full of frustration or fear, but just as easily you can choose one of joy and contentment. Your attitude is your choice. And with these thoughts in mind, we will conclude our trek for today and close Gramps' backpack. But before I do, I will pass this tool of attitude on to you. Once you have this tool in your backpack, it is up to you to choose the attitude that you desire to pass on to your children, grandchildren, and anyone else that you disciple or mentor. Teach them how to live a life with a good and godly attitude. A life that is both rich and satisfying. Groom those who you influence by displaying an attitude at all times that is worth emulating. They will both learn from your words and actions. Next Monday, we will investigate the ninth tool in Gramps' backpack, which is the tool of faith. And on tomorrow's trek, we will explore another wisdom quote. This three-minute wisdom supplement will assist you in becoming healthy, wealthy, and wise each day. Thank you for joining me on this trek we call life. Encourage your family and friends to join us and to come along with me tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks or read the daily journal, they are available at wisdom-trek.com. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.